Hello, welcome to a Rare Breed podcast, your home for juicy lesbian conservative content. My name is Avi, your host. Let's dive right in, shall we? Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in again. Sorry it's taken so long to get this episode out. I've had so many technical difficulties, it's just been a mess. But the first thing I want to say is... We should all say a prayer for Israel. The attack on Israel yesterday was brutal. Over 40 dead, hundreds if not thousands injured. It was a horrible tragedy. I'm sure it was a long time coming. In my opinion, this has been in the agenda since the Obama administration. Big Don got in the way, which is why he's on the chopping block now. I am going to be watching what I say so I can avoid the algorithms hiding my podcast. In this episode, I want to talk a little bit about preparedness because of the state of the world right now with everything happening in Israel just around the world. This topic is kind of important. I know I said I was going to do an episode on the teacher shortage, and I will do an episode on that soon. I just lost track of time, and I've had so many technical difficulties. But I will soon be able to record from anywhere. I purchased those little mini microphones on Amazon that just plug into your cell phone, so even if I can't do videos anymore for some stupid reason, I will be doing audio, so there is that. In this episode, I want to talk a little bit about preparedness, as I said. Um, I know you can call me crazy, you can call me a conspiracy theorist, but SHTF is closer than ever at this point in our lives. More and more people are waking up, so to speak, on the reality of the world right now. <clears throat> Shit is not normal. Although, what is normal? With the Mandela effect and all the other crap thrown in, we might be screwed. I'm not saying all conspiracy theories are true, nor am I saying you should jump down those rabbit holes unless you... Want to have your head spinning for days, I guess enter that door at your own risk, but I will warn you, once you start, you can't go back. That being said, what are some things you should be doing to prepare for the worst? Or, in other words, shit hitting the fan? Well, for most, it might be too late, in all honesty. If you don't already have some sort of preparations going on, my best advice is to start right now, like after this podcast. And the first thing you should do is make sure that you and your loved ones have enough food and water for an extended period of time. Any type of disaster is possible at this point. 
Obviously, I'm not talking about zombie apocalypse status, but you catch my drift. Any day now, the declaration of war could happen. And with all the obvious tensions, things can escalate quickly. Nuclear war is not off the table. But in my opinion, it's highly unlikely simply because the resources of the entire planet would be in jeopardy. I don't see that happening. But the threat of nuclear war is always the option, which puts us back in a cold war. And that's dangerous because a lot can happen during a cold war. Shit, a lot, of ha- a lot happened during the first cold war. So when I say an extended period of time, I mean at least over 30 days in your house. It could be like the <clears throat> situation we had a few years ago. You know what I'm talking about. I don't want to say it because of the algorithm, but you know what I'm talking about. Only this time, it won't be safe to leave your house for anything at all. <clears throat> Civil unrest is no joke, guys. When something like that happens, you can't just call the cops and wait for them to resolve the issue. I know it's crazy and scary for most who don't even think about it on a regular basis, like some of us crazies that feel like we should be prepared every minute of every day. But you you need to at least pay attention and have a plan in place for emergency situations. Any kind of emergency situation. That could be a fire in your neighborhood, floods, anything. I mean, just two weeks ago, we had our neighbor, their house almost caught on fire, and I was not prepared for that. I was not prepared for that. So, when I say any kind of situation, I do mean any kind of, excuse me, any kind of situation. uh, Natural disasters still happen, regardless of your take on conspiracies. So, there's that. If you're able... You and not afraid to arm yourself, you should do that at this time. Like, now. Now is that time. <clears throat> Honestly, stocking up on ammo will be tough right now. I know it has been already, but now even harder. Unless you already make your own, then you should be semi-okay. But if you don't know how to make your own ammo, which I do not, and you have to rely on buying ammo, you better try to get as much as you can right now. Another thing you should be working on is a plan for exit, or in other words, a bug-out plan. Where will you go if you can't return to your house for whatever reason? Will you have the necessary essentials? Uh, Not only survival, but those situations where you need to have all your important documents, like your social security, your ID your passports, etc. Will you have those ready to go with you if you need to leave in a hurry? No, I bet most people won't. I know this because I don't have important documents ready to go myself, something I will be working on in the coming days. As should you all. If you are like me and you care about your damn pets way too much, To just leave them behind. (laughs) I could never do that. I could never leave my animals behind. So you have to plan for them too. You have to make sure that you have a plan for them to get out as well. Or at least plan for them to have 30 day supply of food and water. Because you can't just think about you if you do have pets. Like I have two cats. 
dog and a freaking gecko, okay? So we have to make sure that we have enough water for all of these animals and ourselves. And food. Food for all of these animals and ourselves for at least 30 days. <clears throat> That's I. These are the best tips I can give you to prepare yourself for any kind of a bad situation coming. Which I know it's coming. I don't know when. I just know that shit could hit the fan at any time. So, yeah. All right. In in the case of an EMP, which is an electromagnetic pulse, that will wipe out everything electronic. Every electronic device you have, from your cell phones to your cars, <clears throat> and everything in between. The best advice I can offer in this instance is to invest in or learn how to create a Faraday bag. For any of your electronic devices, that's a, a Faraday bag is a protection bag against EMP, um, the the EMP waves. Let's see. Honestly, you might even you might even be able to find one big enough for your car. I know they sell one big enough for solar panels, so it is possible they might sell one big enough for your car. But that that is the basically the only option I can think of for like an EMP attack, is just make sure that you have your most valuable electronic devices. Like, if you desperately need a cell phone, you know, make sure your cell phone's in there. Or if you have means of communication, like walkie-talkies or anything, those need to go in a, in a Faraday bag. And that's, that's the best way to prepare yourself for that. Other than that, I mean, you know, if you're dealing with a power outage for an extended period of time, you, like I said, you have to make sure you have enough food and water to get you through, and you have to be prepared to cook in ways that don't require power. Like, do you have propane? Do you have things that will cook outside of your house? Do you have things that will cook inside your house, like candles and stuff? I mean, there's there's many ways you can cook and and live without electricity. You just have to know how to do it. All right. <clears throat> In every prepping situation, you should always plan on having a form of communication with your loved ones. Things like walkie-talkies are ideal for being able to communicate. <clears throat> as long as they're in the fair, fair, uh, Faraday bag. You want to be able to communicate with them if you're apart when shit hits the fan. If cell towers are down, if you plan on meeting up with them somewhere or, you know, you have to at least be able to communicate. And walkie-talkies, ham radios, any, you know, type of communication like that is going to be the best way. Honestly, walkie-talkies are super cheap. I mean, you can buy a walkie-talkie that can get up to, like, a 100-mile radius. So, I mean, most situations... Most typical situations, people are not usually over a hundred miles away from their house when they're like at work and stuff during the day. So it's real easy to just keep a walkie on you. And you know, on Amazon, I've seen this. You can buy those little Faraday bags that there's like a four pack. It comes with like the giant one that you can fit like an iPad in or like a laptop. And then it goes all the way down to like these little guys that hold cell phones, you know, so you can have your Faraday bag for 
your walkie-talkies and stuff, making sure that your at least your communication will always be protected. Because that, to me, the communication is important. If anything, you should just buy a walkie-talkies, like a pair of walkie-talkies, and the Faraday bags that are big enough to fit the walkie-talkie. You should be good to go from there. Another thing I want you to keep in mind is you should always make sure that you have some cash. I know that society wants cashless right now, but in an emergency situation or like shit hits the fan, do you really think your debit card is going to work? No. No, your debit card's not going to work. And you are going to have to put gas in your vehicle somehow. Most people, I mean, if you're somewhat prepared, the only thing you're really going to need is gas in your vehicle to get from your home to your bug out location or, you know, whatever. You just need gas in your vehicle. And if you can find a place that is open and taking customers, they're most likely going to take cash. They're not going to take cards. So my advice is at least keep like, I mean, $100 in cash should get you enough gas, depending on your vehicle. It should be enough to get you gas wherever you need to go. So, I mean, I, I, I have a truck, right? I have a Tacoma. and. $100 will fill my tra- my tank up, and that should get me from my house to at least my next location. So at least make sure you have a little bit of cash for an emergency situation. I'm not saying... I, I know that people have savings and hard-earned money in those banks. I get it. I, I do too. I'm not saying go pull it all out right now. <clears throat> Don't do that. I'm not doing that. Don't do that. I'm not I'm not suggesting you go to the bank and pull out all of your money. I'm saying have like $100 cash. That's it. <laughs> I even I don't trust the banks, but I mean, come on. Don't do the don't do anything crazy. Don't go pulling all your money out. <clears throat> now, even though I don't trust the banks, in the shit hits the fan situation money won't mean anything to me anyway the life of my wife my family and my own is my priority i know this shit is scary to talk about my wife hates it when i bring it up almost (laughs) almost every morning first thing in the morning she hates it but it is a real possibility for our futures now more than ever i know I know it's been said for years now, but it is the truth. I have never in my life seen so many people talking about being prepared for the worst than right now. I'm pretty sure just about everyone with a brain and common sense has said shit is about to hit the fan any day now. You think that emergency alert the other day was just random? Just coincidence? Uh, I highly doubt that. I mean, it could be. Maybe I am just a crazy conspiracy theorist, but... Maybe, just maybe, it's not. Just maybe something's going on. I don't know. But you think what you want. I'm only here to warn you that you should be at least getting ready for the worst. At least getting ready for an emergency situation. Come on. Be prepared for if your neighbor's fucking house burns down, okay? I need to be prepared for if my neighbor's fucking house burns down. So if I need to do that, you should do that too. (sighs) All right.
you you should already know you can't trust the government, you can't trust the Biden administration or Big Pharma, and you definitely can't trust other countries or their governments. So who do you trust? Well, I trust the American people with common sense and the spine to say it like they see it. <laughs> All right. I do want to end this episode talking about what is happening to gays against groomers. Recently, they got banned for they got banned on um a lot of social media platforms because they're claiming we are an anti-LGBTQ hate group, which is simply not true. Our mission has always and only been to protect children from this sick ideology that is that it is okay to transition kids, to teach kids things about S-E-X, which is wrong. They shouldn't be learning about it. I've said this before, and I will say this again. If a 14-year-old can't get a tattoo, can't smoke tobacco, can't drink alcohol, can't drive a car, and can't vote, they can't make life-changing decisions about chopping body parts off and sterilizing themselves. That's just, like, they can't do that. I don't know why you think it's okay that a child can make such life-altering decisions. No, if they can't get a permanent tattoo at 14 years old, why do you think it's okay to allow a child to chop off body parts? That makes no sense to me. If you're... No. No. There's a lot of things that children are not allowed to do that they're just not allowed to do. And this should be one of them. <clears throat> Sorry, I just went off on a little rant there. There are already so many studies that show how harmful and dangerous these procedures, these types of procedures and treatments are to the youth. There is no argument at this point. You can't change my mind. No child is born in the wrong body. That is simply a lie. It is Big Pharma and these activists that push that idea on the public. And it's time to wake up to what's going on. Which is why Gays Against Groomers is proudly holding a worldwide Stop the War on Children rally on October 21st of 2023. So this year, this month, very soon, I encourage everyone who is against the indoctrination and mutilation of children to join us in this fight. And together, we can not only show the radical left that we will not let them take down the children, but that these children have safe people they can turn to when they genuinely are confused about where they fit in in life. <sighs> all right. I will leave all of the information you need in the description for this podcast. Go to the website, go to gazeagainstgroomers.com to check out all of their brand new merchandise. They just released it and get you some gear for the rally. They got all the cool stuff. They even got gear for the rally, like specifically for the rally. It's called Stop the War on Children, Worldwide Stop the War on Children Rally, October 21st, 2023. I don't know... A specific time yet. I don't think there's actually one posted, but I will make sure that I get that posted for you guys. It's a big deal, and I really think that everybody should get involved. I will be there. I know everybody that 
there's there's a lot of organizations that are involved in this rally. It's not just gays against groomers. This is a big deal, guys. So please check it out. Please go check out gays against groomers. Find out exactly what we're doing. It's really important what we're doing, and as many people try to t- as much as people try to tell the lie that we are an anti LGBT group, it's just not true. We probably have the most diverse group of people in the organization. It just makes no sense. But, you know, anybody trying to indoctrinate and mutilate children will fight anyone that (laughs) wants to stop them. So, all right. That being said, I hope you all stay safe out there. God bless you all. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. You can always go and support me on Buzzsprout at a rarebreed.buzzsprout.com. That's a rare breed, one word, a rare breed podcast.buzzsprout.com. I'll see you soon. Thank you.